innovative Often duplicated When enough people get on the trend I elevate it Make it way harder for them to follow What I take it Hard to swallow like a lozenger Lodged in your trachea Goodness gracious bruh I can never make this up So just take your stuff Rake it up and take the bus Never fake the funk You painted skunks You played enough I'm lifting bars to outer space So the weight is up Fight Folks, it's Jeff here. We have another episode of the OT, the overtime off-topic extra podcast of the Cage Side Concussion Cast. Uh, we wanted to get Cody Malte and or Dewan Owens on the show this past week, but due to time constraints and scheduling and stuff, we weren't able to make that happen. But we wanted to get them on because Elevate MMA is opening this weekend in Durham, February 21st. It's Sunday. They're having an open mat from 1.30 to 4 p.m. Uh, to benefit the Hip Hop uh, Chess Federation. The Hip Hop Chess Federation is a great organization that teaches a blend of chess, performing arts, and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to build the cognitive, creative, and fitness levels of children across the world. So uh, it's going to be a cool event, and you don't want to hear me talk about it. You want to hear Cody, owner of Elevate MMA, and Dewan, who's in- inextricably linked uh, with both organizations, uh, to talk about it. So here's a special short bonus podcast that we're going to upload on Thursday, which will be uh, the 19th or the 18th. Yeah, whatever it is, Thursday. Um, and so listen to this, check it out, and come back for Tony Casares uh, on Sunday for our regularly scheduled Cage Side Concussion Cast. We'll talk to Tony about all manner of stuff, including his uh, brown belt competitive career, including his school, Lucas Lepre, BJJ Raleigh, training under Lucas Lepre, and more. So if you don't already, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcatcher you use. Give us some feedback. Get at us on Twitter at Cage Side Whoop or cagesidewhoop at gmail.com via email. And if you can always uh, help us out by leaving a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever you use. So without further ado, uh, here's our interview with Dewan and Cody. So this weekend, Elevate MMA opens. Uh, Cody, you must be really excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much out of my mind excited at this point. It's uh, been a long road over 10 years of training and pretty much knowing the whole time that I eventually wanted to build to have my own academy. And then being right on the doorstep of that and having got the space on December 1st and been working hard to get it ready, it's, it's been a crazy process. And to see it come to fruition and to see a lot of ideas that we've had over the last couple of years between my wife and I for when we eventually had a school, like actually be here and, and to be sitting in it right now is pretty wild. We'll talk about the process of you constructing the school in a second, but I want to get to you and to Dewan Owens talking about the event that's actually going to kick it off. So you're having an open mat where you've invited a bunch of people, regardless of affiliation, and it's going to benefit a great charity. Uh, so maybe you could tell us about what the idea, where the idea came from. Yeah, I mean, I just know that I've been in the scene for so long here in North Carolina and have been so fortunate to have come up with a lot of the different instructors in the area and trained underneath them and learned from them. And so when I opened my school, I wanted to do something that kind of gave back to the local martial arts community. And then I also wanted to do something that gave back to the community as a whole because that's going to be, you know, a focus of being a business that's, that's run properly. And it should be, you know, a focus of anybody in the martial arts is to make your community better by giving your students the right mindset and the right tools to make them better individuals. And so, you know, I know Dewan had been involved with a lot of charities in the area and, and reached out to him. 
And right when I talked to him, he mentioned that Hip Hop Chess Federation was just getting ready to move to the East Coast and, and just getting ready to get some really exciting stuff going. And we kind of talked about the mission, and it just made sense to partner together and, and have a charity that is all about the martial arts and what it does for the community, as well as using you know hip hop and, and chess t- to reach out to various youths to kind of partner with the school. They're both located in Durham, so I think you know it was a perfect mixture of mindsets and, and something that we can offer out that you know it's hard to for anybody to have an issue with you know an event that's that's simply there to raise awareness for a charity in the community. So, Dewan, maybe you can tell us a little bit about the Hip Hop Chess Federation, about how you got involved and what made you think that um, having a, an event of this nature was such a, a good fit. Well, uh, the Hip Hop Chess Federation, first let me give you a little background information. Uh, a good buddy of mine, Adisa Benhoko, he uh, founded it in 2006. And basically, it is a combination. It's hip hop, chess, and martial arts. And, and um, we focus on the parallels and basically how to use it as a tool to teach. Because I believe uh, hip hop is the most effective form of communication on, on the planet, as far as getting gaining interest, and especially when we talk about youth culture and um, changing the youth, and you know, empowering the youth is, is priority. And I think chess, not chess, hip hop, and as we all know in this community, martial arts, you know, it transcends cultural, racial, class, gender, every barrier so-called uh, arbitrary burial known, known to man. So uh, aligning these and, and, you know, putting them together as uh, to make a weapon out of that to, is, 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 is wonderful. So I, I, I found out about the organization in about 2007. I think I was reading a magazine, and they said Mirza had won a, a chess tournament. And this was, this was around the time before I started training uh, in martial arts, you know, around 2007. So I, I didn't... You know, I, I didn't know what an armbar was. I didn't know how to throw a punch. But I was very serious about chess at that point in my life. And I used to be, um, I, I was kind of still active in the in the b-boy scene. You know, so so hip-hop uh, is is a, a big part of my life. Um, a lot of my, my friends that I, and training partners that I do MMA with, we kind of deal with each other on a, a martial arts level more so. But, but hip-hop is a, a, a huge part of my life. And um, so the, the elements of hip-hop, Graffiti, b-boying, which is as we know, commercial term, breakdancing, and emceeing. You know, um, this is a big element, so it was a perfect fit. So I went to one of the tournaments, and um, the guy, the founder, Adisa. You know, he saw me. We talked. We chopped it up a little bit, and uh, he was gonna have me compete on the next tournament. So I'm thinking like, okay, I, you know, I'll, I get to smash Rizza because Rizza was a champ at that time, and um, you know, no knock on him, but I, I, I knew I could beat him in chess. So I was like, okay, this is this is good. So. So uh, we stayed in touch. I got into martial arts, and then eventually, you know, we we, we built a, a really solid relationship. So even outside of uh, uh, aspects of hip hop chess, just on a personal level, as far as how we feel about uh, you know humanitarian type things, we really clicked on a deeper level. So <clears throat> ultimately, he was like, "Listen, I want you." I kept asking him, "When are you going to do some events on the East Coast? When are you going to bring it to the East Coast?" This is like 2009, 2010. <clears throat> as our relationship grew, he was like, listen, man, I want you to, you know, not just be someone we sponsor, someone we talk about. I want you to come on board, and I want you to, you know, help orchestrate this thing and build this this uh, East Coast aspect of HACF. And I was like, you know, sure, wonderful. So uh, I, I flew out there to uh, Cali, met him, and, um, you know, again, it, it was it was great. It was like, you know, we're long, long lost for everything that we had in place just on the phone and, or via the Internet, you know, it we clicked like that in person. Uh, so 
he I found out that he, we've had we have another friend uh, Vince, another mutual friend. He found out that he was a professor in Chapel Hill. And Chapel Hill is only about maybe a fifteen minute drive from me. So we met, we hit it off, everything was perfect. So so that's how it came together. Um, when it comes to Cody, well, first let me tell you guys a little small MMA secret. No one and I'm it's exclusive right here. No one knows this. Uh, Cody. <coughs> Helped the trajectory of my MMA career a lot. My first uh, <clears throat> international fight, and again, no one knows this. Cody put that together for me. Okay, he got me that fight in Lima, which you know got me to well, a lot of bigger shows through that. And and that was through uh, just sparring. And a lot of times when when Cody was when we were sparring locally around that time, it was kind of like uh, it was real clickish. Forge guys trained with Forge guys, uh, triangle guys training triangle guys. And, um, you know, Gracie, Gracie Riley was just opening up, but everyone was kind of doing their own thing. Uh, Boomer from KSI MMA, uh, you know, he set up this sparring, and we used uh, Seth's cage. And uh, through that, Cody and I got really cool. And uh, Cody did not come with a lot of um, the vibe that I felt from people about, you know, I'm from this school, this is what I'm repping. I didn't get that from him at all, you know. So we talked, we got cool, he, he hooked me up, and uh, so it feels good to be able to do something with him. And after that, you know, we, we built a relationship outside of uh, MMA. So even besides him needing this uh, this charity, besides being the first to fit, I was going to support him uh, either way. Whatever he's got going on, whatever he's going to do, I'm going to support him 100% because he really looked out for me. And, um, you know, whenever you see good people in martial arts, you, you got you to gotta really look out, you know what I mean? And did you wind up playing the RZA in chess? I didn't wind up playing the RZA in chess. When I went there and competing, the RZA wasn't there. But uh, we will wind up getting getting this this game in, and I will I will slay him like <laughs> I had planned to do. So, If the RZA ever wants to stop ducking Dewan, we'll sponsor him to come out here for an event, chess or otherwise. Um, so, Cody, so in addition uh, to, you know, I know you have some, some stuff related to hip-hop planned for the event, and you have some food trucks coming out. Do you want to tell folks what they can expect if they come out to the event? Yeah, so I mean, basically, it's just going to be a big family atmosphere, and we're trying to make it, you know, very grappler friendly, but also for people who haven't been in the martial arts before, you know, just a chance to come out for a great community event. So there's going to be a live DJ that Dwan locked on. There's going to be a b-boy crew performing. We're going to have some door prizes we're giving away. You know, there's going to be a lot of education about um, Hip Hop Chess Federation and, and what's going on at Elevate. We're going to have some live chess games going on. So if you want to come out, possibly even challenge Dewan. But you might not be on that level yet. But either way, there's going to be some, some good games going on. And then, you know, the biggest thing is for all the grapplers in the area, a chance to come out and roll and, and see the facility and everything else. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm really proud of what we've done here and the work we've put in. And I really just want, you know, all my friends in the area, in the martial arts community to come out and see it because it's really special to me. And I, and I want it, you know, to, to be something that everybody else can enjoy as well. For those of us that are more striking oriented, you know, you're an MMA academy. So is it going to be purely uh, grappling at the open mat, or is it? Are there going to be? Is there going to be MMA and striking sparring as well? Yeah, we're just going to be doing grappling, just because we're expecting about 80 to 100 people on the mats. And uh, with that in mind, you know, we've got about 1,400 square feet of mat space. We're sitting on them right now. For those of you listening at home, and uh, I think you know, people people standing up and, and doing sparring might be a little bit of a safety hazard. So we're going to stay all on our groundwork today, but if you're a mixed martial artist, you should be well-rounded. So you need to come in and work on your groundwork. And if you're a stand-up fighter, you need to come in and work up on your groundwork. And, you know, beyond that, you know, as the school opens, we're definitely going to have a lot of classes focusing on all the aspects. 
do you have your schedule set yet for the class? You know, and so, so uh, maybe you could tell us like first day, what what kind of class schedule are you looking at? So right off the bat, we're gonna have um, no gi grappling on Mondays and Wednesdays, and and that's gonna be focusing on takedowns, groundwork, you know, some ground and pound, basically everything involved of the transition from being at range to taking the fight to the ground and, and submitting your opponent and everything therein. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're going to have gi grappling. Obviously, the gi is always going to be near and dear to my heart, and I think it's a great tool for developing as a martial artist. And so we'll be doing that from 7 to 8, and then from 8 to 9, we'll do striking. And it was a, a very intentional choice to call it striking as opposed to you know, Muay Thai class or kickboxing or anything else. I don't have um, a traditional background in any of those. And as a result, my style is very, very much a hybrid and, you know, very much trying to lean on that Bruce Lee philosophy of, you know, take, take what works, get rid of what else, and, and, and develop, you know, what's uniquely your own. And so we're going to be working on a, a lot of everything that's involved in the stand-up range. So transitioning everything in striking class up to the transition of, of when you've set up your takedown. And so we'll kind of cover the gamut of all the techniques in there. And then March 1st, which is a Tuesday, we'll be starting our first intro course and it's an eight-week course. It's basically ideal for anyone who's looking for an entry point into martial arts training. We're going to cover everything that I consider fundamental, truly fundamental in terms of movement, educating your body in terms of kinesthetic awareness of, of how to use it in the martial arts. And that's going to cover, you know, from standing, some basic entries into takedowns and some basic, basic groundwork. And so it's going to be designed for all levels give you kind of our glossary and background and kind of give you an insight into our philosophy and give people that introduction to the martial arts. So we'll be kicking off that eight-week course, and I'm, I'm really, really excited for that one to start off. So I'm not allowed to publish any photos of the Academy until the day of, but we are on this, this large mass space, and I will say it looks visually striking. So... Um, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> do you do you uh, do you want to talk about your vision for the academy and constructing it, and how you came up with the idea for the look of the place, and what went, what all went into making Elevate? Yeah, I mean, I think one of my mentors and and one of my best friends, Eamon Madden from England. You know, he has a phrase that he uses all the time. He says, "How you do one thing is how you do everything." And so, the same time and effort and planning process that I put into how I train my groundwork, how I train my striking, how I train my strength conditioning. I kind of put that planning process into effect for how I wanted my academy to be. And so I looked at the top schools in the world and how they're constructed and what their design looks like and everything. And I wanted to be, I wanted to be the most visually appealing academy in the world. I wanted to be the most professional in, in how we deal with all of our students. And, and that was really my goal and how I set it up. And so when you come in, you'll see a lot of the design elements. I would say it's very modern in general, you know, we want it to be very sleek, very minimalist, and and kind of a place that when you walk in, it's very mentally relaxing and kind of everyone's got all their days so cluttered. And for everybody, you know, a lot of times martial arts training is your chance to like unplug from everything in your day, whether it's work stress, whether it's just playing on your phone. It's a chance to like step in and, and step up on the mats and, and relax. And so I wanted everything in the academy to support that goal. So, Dewan, you're a well-known fan of gi grappling. 
This is true. <laughs> yeah. in, in, in all seriousness, so what, what can folks expect uh, when they come out for the event? Like what kind of, what kind of, what are you most looking forward to? What do you think the people that come out for the open mat can most look forward to? Well, I think it'll be uh, two, two crowds. And the good thing is, it'll, you know, it'll blend. Everyone will, will mingle. But you're going to have the uh, people who are interested in, in grappling. Obviously, it's open mat. Uh, you know, people who that we all know in the community that want to come out, get some no gi rolls and support, uh, support Cody and, uh, you know, his new endeavor. And then there'll also be a lot of people who are into hip hop, a lot of people who are into chess and, you know, and then also just people in the community that heard about it, realize, hey, something's free is going on. So let's let's come out because, again, you know, uh, we're going to have food trucks out here. There's going to be a DJ out here. There's going to be B-Boys breakdance and there's going to be chess. It's going to I mean, it's 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 incredible. This is wonderful. So so I think we'll have like I said, we'll have we'll have two uh, s groups here and everyone will mingle. Everyone will have a good time. Uh, what I, another thing I want to want to say when it comes to martial arts, this is very, this is a good time to to get into MMA. And for you know, I, I almost want to say I envy some of the uh, the students that are just coming into the game now because you know, not to sound like I'm I'm older in the game, it's only been a few years. But when I started, there was no MMA school in the area. There was no MMA school in the area. I trained at Triangle Jiu Jitsu. And so my Muay Thai Academy and I was going to school and working with the family. It was very tough. I had to I was constantly driving back and then and then wrestling on the weekends at, at, at state. So it was extremely it, it was extremely tough. And not only that, the training I was getting at each place, they didn't give they didn't care about any of the other arts. It was like, I'll oh, get out of here with that jujitsu or get out of here with this this striking guy. So it it, it was it was frustrating. So I, I was kind of putting things together. On, on my own and even though uh obviously you know our grappling jujitsu is crucial in mma it's the most important aspect of mma there are still certain times where you, you got to be an athlete you got to be a beast you got to say f it i'm not playing that game i'm gonna get up and no one was was teaching me these things you know what i mean so from a grappling standpoint people were telling me like oh you know don't be explosive don't be fast don't do this but you're not just fighting a person we talked about it before you're fighting the clock also so with Cody opening this academy and having, you know, being a professional fighter, and he's been there. He's fought on uh, on a high level, so he's fought a World Series of Fighting. He's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. You know, he knows, he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's teaching. And if you want to, if you're serious about MMA, you know what I mean, this is this is a, a wonderful opportunity for you. So again, you know, I'm I'm happy. I'm excited about it. A little bit of envy for these guys, but but I, but I'm, I'm happy for them. So you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to not just this specific event, but the academy opening in general. Because you know, there's definitely a void here. You know, every time I go somewhere, I'm like, hey, you guys doing nogi? Hey, you guys sparring? They're like, are you gonna do nogi or spar at my MMA or my, I'm sorry, at my jujitsu or my striking gym? That's basically what I'm asking guys. So now you go, I'm in an MMA gym. You doing MMA? Yes, we do MMA every day. So if it, it, you know, it, it uh, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm probably more excited than anyone besides Cody and 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 his, and his wife. You know, she's a, she's a trooper. So, <laughs> but besides them too, man, I'm, I'm probably more excited than anyone else. This weekend, February 21st. Any any final thoughts, Cody? Yeah, I would just say for everybody in the martial arts community, you know, please come out and and support the event. I'd really love to see you in the space. And, you know, beyond that, I hope this is just another step in continuing the journey for the North Carolina martial arts community and, and making it a place where, you know, there is, you know, the continuing evolution of the training environment that's available to all students. 
Dewana has a final thought as well. And I, I want to piggyback on that real quick. Yeah. Also, like you know, like Cody alluded to, this is we're we're a, a community, we're we're a family, and I'm going to be honest, we don't have anyone in the big show. It takes a whole you know community to, and then the more people can bring what they learn back, the more they can get these big promotions, get them to come back, the better it makes the scene. You know what I mean? You get a Bellator to come here, you get the UFC to come here. This is just it's just better for the scene. It's more it's it's better for everyone. So you know, supporting each other, especially when you go out and you take a risk, because opening up a, another, uh, open up a school, an academy is 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 scary. You know, open up any business is scary. So you know, feeling that support is 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 a good thing. So don't just send your good vibes. Come out. You know what I mean? Don't just come out. Let bring someone out. You know what I mean? So uh, you know, much love and respect, and I I, I hope to see you all uh, Sunday. And uh, again, I'm, I'm excited. So I'll see you all soon. So that's our little OT show today, guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. A little 20-minute quick hitter uh, to preview this weekend's opening for Elevate MMA. I want to also say Cody was kind enough to show us uh, some excellent guillotine variations. He showed us about five of those. So we're going to be uploading an instructional video that Cody made uh, over the next couple days. And so you'll see that on Sunday. So come out to Elevate on Sunday, get some rolls in, and check out our Facebook page, which is Cage Side Radio, to try to check out um, how to guillotine people the way Cody does. Uh, remember, also listen to the show on Sunday. Tony Casares is going to be on the show. That'll be a really fun and interesting interview, I promise. And subscribe to us on iTunes, subscribe to us on Stitcher. And for bonus extra credit, please leave us a review, folks. It helps us get more exposure gets the show out to a wider audience. So if you enjoy the show, please do take the time to do that. I am Jeff. He is Trevor. He will be back with me on Sunday, and I will see you all then, I hope.